Welcome back to Basketball is Religion. I am your host, Big Matt, joined today by the Gons. Gons, how have you been? Good, man. Long time no basketball talk. Happy we have something to chat about. I wanted to record after the draft, but nothing really crazy happened. You had Wemby going first. I guess Brandon Miller going second was a much, was a little bit of a surprise, or a surprise to a lot of people, including the Hornets mascot. But Brandon Miller went two. Scoot Henderson went three. I was anticipating some sort of trade with maybe the Pelicans to get Scoot, or to for Dame to be asked to ask out for because they they were picking Scoot at three. But that's actually what happened this morning. Uh, Dame time is officially, well, not officially, but it's going to be over in Portland. Damian Lillard, about an hour before we're recording, has requested a trade from the Portland Trail Blazers um, per Sham Sharania. Um, he also prefers to go to the Miami Heat, um, but he doesn't have a no trade clause, so it's really up to the Blazers to decide what his best um, option, his package is. So before we get into all the free agency draft reaction stuff let's start off with with damian lillard gons what's your reaction to dame requesting the move to miami it's about time like it, 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 this should have happened a while ago um it, we just needed someone to make the move and dame didn't want to be the bad guy portland didn't want to be the bad guy eventually dame said okay i, I mean they should have done this a while ago i'm glad he finally did it um but I, I, I mean, if you're the Blazers, do you accommodate his trade needs? You should, right? He's done a lot for your city. Or do you kind of just, I mean, do you trade him to Miami saying that's where he wants to go? Or do you, I mean, just try to trade him to a contender? What do you do if you're the if you're the GM here for Portland, Matt? I'm curious. It's like you're right. Like he, he has such a legacy in Portland. Uh, he was there he's been there for over 10 years he's i i was argue the third maybe third best you know portland trailblazer of all time so with him going through all that he did you kind of want to have to honor his request but if you're looking at this purely business wise you know are are different trade packages better than what miami could offer um miami could offer you know jaime hawkes who they picked this year um let me look at this tweet um, if I could pull that up here, um, as far as a potential trade package, it was like Tyler Hero, uh, Jaime Hawkins, like I said, a first, a couple first round picks, or do you go to, or do we do, or can you get a better package from like say Brooklyn, where you're getting a few more picks, um, you're still getting maybe like just just to make um, salaries work, like a Ben Simmons, like you're trying to get the most young assets as you can for this for this deal, but. I mean, loyalty has to account for something, right? Like, I I would try to honor... Like, Miami still has a fairly decent package from what I could see. So, I don't know. I kind of would want to honor Dame's wishes. What what do you think? I just think, like, at this point, a contender. Like, sorry, Dame. Like, you know, I'm not going to treat you a team that's not going to contend. But Philadelphia would be great. And the Clippers could contend. So, fair game. Whoever gives me the best package... It's just business. So if, let's say the Clippers are willing to give up, like it's weird because if you're Portland, you kind of want to bottom out, right? Yes, you signed Jeremy. Like we'll get to the free agency stuff later. He's we signed him to that big of a contract, but you're trying to just develop your young players. I guess with Jeremy Grant as your vet. 
So are you trying to get draft picks or say like if you're the Clippers and you want to offer like a like they don't have much draft compensation, but let's say if they offer like a Paul George or a Kawhi Leonard, does it, does that trump all the you know um, first or second round picks that the other teams can offer? I mean, if if that's the direction Portland wants to go and they want to compete now, if they feel like they're good enough, sure. But I would do, do you think they're George. good enough? Let's say they get a Paul George, but they have all this youth. Like, can they no. are they enough to continue? No, right? No. Yeah. No. So if you're Portland, are you looking to get the like like, like a youth movement or try to you try to get some established players now? Okay, I don't understand the whole Jeremy Grant thing then. You know what I mean? I mean, he's still young, but shit, they paid so much for him. I, I don't understand. No, nah, nah, that, that's for sure. But before we get, we'll, we'll get into that a second. Uh, when we get to the um, the free agency stuff. But as far as his preferred destination of Miami, that means Dame's going to be partnering up with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. So with you know Miami get, get making it to the... Uh, the NBA Finals this year, you add Dame Lillard to that team, and then I guess they're getting rid of the, the, one of their main pieces in, like they're losing Max Juice, Gabe Vincent, and now Tyler Hero, but you bring in the Dame, do you think they can get back there and win it, or is this kind of just, you know, is it at least giving them a chance to win it next year? I think it gives them a chance to be a really strong contender from the East. I don't know that they could beat a, a powerhouse in the West, but it makes sense for Dame. For a few reasons. Number one, a lot of players for their last contract want to be in Florida. I mean, it's just where you retire, it's where you end up. You know, you have it's 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 a good city to be in. Also, it's Miami. Let's be real. And Dame's been in Portland his whole career. So you get to be by the ocean, get to be in Miami. Good Florida's a great state to retire in. Um for all those reasons alone, I'd be a good destination for him. Because I would think this is his last contract, his last big contract, right? He's, what, 33 years old? Um, Clippers would also be a good fit. LA is a great city to be in. We all know that, the diversity. Uh, <clears throat> I just don't think the Clippers have enough. And the last contender was Philadelphia. That's a real contender for him, Matt. You put Embiid with Dame. And you're able to keep Maxi? Are they able to keep Maxi with? Well, Dame? that's the thing. Philadelphia, per these reports, are saying they're not willing to get rid of Maxi to bring in Dame. But you know, that could just be them talking, uh, not really not taking that seriously. I don't know if I mean Dame and Embiid would be a strong powerhouse. That that's definitely a contender. Um, like if you're Dame, it, would you rather I, go to Miami with Butler and Bam, or to Philadelphia with with Embiid? Oh, Miami, hands down, hands down. And let's not forget, Dame likes to put in work. Pat Riley teams put in work. They do. So it's a it's 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 a great fit. Like he's willing to go and work. He's all about ball ball's life for Dame. And then you got a great coach with Spolstra. Like, of course, I don't want to go to Miami. Like if if I was Dame, like where else would you want to go? They just went to the finals. Like they're missing. I'll, I'll play away. devil's advocate though. But like Embiid's the MVP. Like, wouldn't you want to go play with the guy that just won the Most Valuable Player of the Year award? Like, yes, their their team might not be as deep, but you're playing with that guy as opposed to an, an aging Jimmy Butler and Bam, who's pretty inconsistent. Like, I, I don't I don't believe this. Really, just playing devil's advocate. But wouldn't you rather go play with the MVP? Like, is that like more appealing? No. 
better environment, better team, yeah. better culture, better city, everything better in Miami. So no, yeah, right. Like I, it's tough. I mean, I, I want to argue for Embiid because he was the quote unquote best player this um, in the regular season, not necessarily the postseason. He's kind of always strengthened the postseason. So. Look, if Embiid was in New York and they were the New York Knicks, I'd say there was more of a chance Dame would go. Any chance? Any but, chance Dame goes to the Knicks? I don't. They don't have enough to win. They're not. They're not going to be a contender. They may. I mean, they're a little better than Portland. <laughs> Maybe. I don't. I don't see that happening either. I do. I'm excited for the Knicks, though. I think they're definitely an up and comer. I don't know who's going to end up there. They got the money. They got picks. But they'd have to bring over two stars. Talking about just getting Harden, Harden and Barrett can't do. I don't, I don't think they can do it alone. I think they need to bring in someone else. I think there's a lot of moves they can make. We just haven't seen them yet. I was also hoping to talk about James Harden and where he ended up leaving or end up going to after he requested that trade or he opted into his final year of his contract with Philadelphia, but is also requesting a trade. And as we're recording, he's still. He still hasn't picked a, a spot yet, so or haven't traded him to a spot yet. So, well, that, that's all evolving. We'll we'll get there, and we, when we get there, when he does get traded, we'll talk about that as well, um, and also when Dame gets traded. So, probably expect another podcast later this week. Um, free agency. Yeah, yeah. Go, sorry. Go ahead. And I mean, it, just to harp on, on on Harden, the guy's not trash. Led the league in assists. I mean, yes, he had Embiid, but if you give him players that can score. He'd be a great fit. Also, he boards six six rebounds a game, eleven assists while giving you twenty one points. Yes, he may not show up all the time, but he'd be a great number three for a team. Great, great number three. I think the best number three you could possibly have as a number let's, three. Let, let's tease Vahid here a little bit because if the Clippers are able to trade Terrence Mann, uh, Robert Covington. Morris and maybe one or two picks to Philadelphia for James Harden. And you have James Harden, uh, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. Can that team make it out of the West? Yes, I think so. I think that's that's what you need. The, the, what, what's, what, what makes me not want to say yes is all those bench players that have made them what they are, and you just gave away a good amount of them. Um, not to say they don't have Reggie Jackson anymore. It would be tough. They'd have to figure out the, the like, no, I would say, you know, I take back my answer. They would still need missing pieces to fill in their roster, but they have enough star power there. So star power, yes, but missing pieces, I'd have to analyze their lineup and see who else they can get because they get weak. But you said you want to get rid of Terrence Mann, who can score and play defense. Who else? Morris. They were already kind of not playing him anyways, and and who was the third player? It was more just salary filler, but let's say it's Robert Covington, who they weren't playing. I mean, the only person I'm really missing with that trade is Terrence Mann. So, I I would do the trade though. I would see what happens. Clippers need a change. Something needs to change with that roster. They're right where like Portland is, or I think where maybe I don't want to say Boston because I think they, they they're. They're still young enough, but there needs to be a change. 
So we'll see what happens. I don't I don't and know. Thinking about it more, I mean for Philadelphia too, like even if you get rid of one or two draft picks to get Terrence Mann, that guy is a defensive star and can hit his threes. So you have Maxi and you have Mann and you have Tobias Harris and you have Embiid. I think that's a good enough that's a pretty good team coming out of the East. Like you're out you're out of the James Harden like diva stuff and you bring in a hardworking guy like Terrence Mann. The Clippers in Philadelphia, I think we'll be reporting on that trade or talking about that trade next time we pod. So let's hopefully that happens again. Just to tease Vahid, hopefully that happens. And I can, I can congratulate him. I'll, I'll make him a banner too. I'll make him a James Harden bearded banner for him. Let's move on. Free agency started yesterday as recording here Saturday morning, Friday, um, June 30th at 3 p.m. Pacific time. Um, I'm going to go over all the stuff that we cur- all of the signings that we currently have. I was kind of keeping track of it yesterday. Um, fast forward if you don't want to hear this. I'll try to I'll try to go quickly through this. Um, as far as how it went and from uh, as, as it was going down, Harrison Barnes back to the Kings, three years, fifty four. Nikola Vucevic the Bulls, three years, sixty. Uh, Jay, uh, uh, Draymond Green back to the Warriors for four years, one hundred million dollars. Bruce Brown to the Indiana Pacers for two years, $45 million. Um, Kyle Kuzma back to the Washington Wizards, four years, $102 million. Uh, we'll go over the Lakers, Seth Batorian Prince, one year, uh, $4.5 million. Karis LeVert back to the Mavs, two years, $32 million. Kobe White to the Bull, back to the Bulls, three years, $33 million. Jeremy Grant back to the Blazers, five years, $160 um, Chris Stapps Porzingis signed an extension with the Celtics after they just traded for him for two years, 60. We'll get your reaction on that, Gons, in a second. Uh, Max Struess, there was a sign and trade, <clears throat> and he got traded to the Cavs. Four years, 63 million. Your uh, Gons favorite, Reggie Jackson, uh, re-signed with the Nuggets. Two years, 10.5, uh, 10.25 million. Uh, George Yang to the Cavs, three, uh, three years, 26 million. Kyrie Irving re-signed with the Mavericks. Three years, 126 million with a th- third year as the player option. Um, Chris Middleton resigned with the Bucks, three years, 102 million. Jakob Pertl resigned with the Raptors, four years, 80 million. Cam Johnson resigned with the Nets, four years, 108 million. Gabe Vincent signed with the Lakers, three years, 33 million. Uh, Joe Ingles signed with the Magic, two years, 22. Shake Milton signed with the T Wolves, two years for 10 million. Herb Jones, the Pelicans. I'll get into this later. Herb Jones, Pelicans, four years, 54. Rui Hachimura, my f- current favorite player, with the Lakers, three years, 51. Uh, Fred Van Fleet with the Rockets, three years, $130 million. Cam Reddish, the Lakers, two years, four, $4 million. Kevin Love back to the Heat, two years, $8 million. Dennis Schroeder to the Raptors, two years, $26 million. Derek Rose goes back to Memphis. Um, but he'll be with the Grizzlies two years, $6.5 million. He did um, go to the University of Memphis. Tyrese Halliburton signed a five-year, $260 million extension. Desmond Bain signed a five-year, $207 million extension. And Jackson Hayes this morning signed with the Lakers two years and a minimum contract. Gons, all that happened. What was your favorite signing? of the of this of yesterday's first day of free agency i mean i'm happy that draymond ended with the the warriors he just it would just be weird if he was on another team like i i think it's something special with him and clay and, and staff and 
again, I they still have a chance with the way Steph is playing right now. Um, I I, I don't know that Harrison Barnes is worth what he's worth, but I mean, I, I guess he's a good veteran leader on that team. My favorite signing is Derrick Rose on Memphis. I'm I'm just a Derrick Rose fan, and I wasn't ready to give up on his career. I mean, he's able to do some things with the Knicks when he was in the rotation. I think with John Morant gone, uh, I'm excited for him. I'm I'm hoping he comes up and he puts up numbers because they have a solid squad, and uh, he's going to have minutes at least for the first 25 games. So super excited about that trade, which might be under the radar. Um, there was a deal with a clutch player that got paid. I don't remember his name. Clutch um, signed a lot of players and got paid. So I'm trying to look it up. I can't find it. Um. Again, Chris Middleton, yeah. Kyrie Irving, I, I, I don't understand. I don't. We saw a big enough sample size to know it's not going to work. Again, I agree, Matt. They didn't have any defense with them. But, like, okay, let's see what you can do with defense players. But offensively, they didn't look great either. Like, what do you think about that? Like, are you surprised the Mavs paid him what they did? Like, no one was going to give him 126 for three years. At the most, I think he would get twenty five million a year. But like, what? What are you, in your mind was going on with the Mavericks when they decided to offer him that? No one else had that sort of money, like to to offer him. Who is he bidding against? Like, you're completely right. I was trying to think of who he was looking to sign with. Like, he he took visits with the the Suns who have no money, the Lakers who have no money. Does, was he really going to go to the the Rockets? Was he really going to go to the the Pacers? Was he really going to go to um, San the Spurs? No, like he, they were kind of bidding against themselves. So three for one twenty six. Uh, I, I I I'm lost. I'm just as lost as you are. I'm also kind of shocked with with Van Vliet. I like him, but he's a little guy. Three years, one thirty. I think that's a little high. Um, oh yeah, no, for sure it is. It, it's it's really high. I think they're bringing him in just so that it, he could help Amen Thompson on the on the Rockets kind of get set up for the future. Like they're bringing him for a three year contract. Okay, we're gonna have this veteran guy, this this veteran presence in the locker room to help lead this core to the playoffs. So maybe they'll be in, you know they'll threaten, and then they're not gonna bring him back for this the, this big of a contract. So. It's way too much money for him, but I could see the rationale as far as bringing in that sort of veteran leader who has won a championship before with the, with the Raptors. What do you feel about Schroeder? Honestly, I know I, a lot of people like him. Um, 13 mil with the Raptors. I would have thought the Lakers would have matched for what he's worth. Well, I guess my question to you would be, Without taking salaries into account, would you rather have, as player per player, after what happened these playoffs, Gabe Vincent or Dennis Schroeder? Oh, Gabe Vincent, hands down. I, I'm not a Schroeder fan. I'm not. Honestly, I, I feel like he played good defense for us, and that's where he was handy. But other than that, he wasn't making any shots. He was doing reckless turnovers every game. But but he was our one guy that was, you know, that could kind of stay with Morant and, and, and play with him. And play with the fast guards, but I don't think he's worth any at least thirteen million. So I'm happy he's gone. I'm I'm very I'm ecstatic we we got Hachimura. Um, I don't I haven't seen anything with Reeves yet. So what's going on there? Reeves, 
I guess they're waiting on other teams to sign him because he's a restricted free agent. So there was teams that could sign him to a maximum of four years, 102 million. But the Lakers could technically only because of the way the there's a Gilbert Arenas role where they could only offer him four years, 52. So I think they're waiting on other teams to because the Lakers are end up, are going to end up matching any offer anyway. So they're waiting for him. They're waiting to see what they have to yes, match in order. Then they're, they're going to resign him just for how much? Like, wh- are another, is another team going to offer him the, the going to sign him to the offer sheet for the Lakers just to then match? So I think they're just waiting on that, honestly. Is there any any way in this world where he gets an offer that the Lakers can't match? No, from all like, from all plus? reports, they were going to match a four years for one hundred two um, for his contract. Can a team offer him more no, than one hundred two? No, they could offer him. Okay, so it's a done deal. Pretty basically. much, it's it, it really it's really just waiting. Like it, it is, it's the Spurs going to offer? I was just thinking the Spurs were going to do it just just so that they could. You know, screw help screw the Lakers up a little bit more. Like, so they'll have to sign into that, that much more money. But I think it's just taking their time. But it's, it's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. What other signings were you looking at? I'm looking through them now. I mean, the, those are the big ones. Uh, Seth Curry with the Mavs. Uh, I don't know what. Why does it say undisclosed? Like. They don't want to know what he's making. I think it's going to be weird. It might be the uh, veteran minimum. Oh, yeah. So Seth Curry went back with the Mavs. He shot well there. Um, I think he got traded to, to to Brooklyn, and now he's back on the Mavs. I would have loved the Lakers to get him on that 4.3 biannual exception, but the Lakers end up getting uh, Torian Prince what, with that. One thing I don't understand is why the Nuggets signed Reggie Jackson. He didn't play a minute. It makes no sense to me. Yeah, but you're a Reggie Jackson guy, right? Isn't it good to see? I love Reggie he's, Jackson, he's but I want I want I want him to play. I want him to play, and they don't play. Well, Bruce him. Brown's gone so now, what? so you figured that he would get you know, more of a shot. Like I hope so, because he was he was tremendous on the Clippers, and I don't know. I was not happy that um they got him for a deal. Shit, five million a year. Tory and Prince. I mean, we haven't really gotten into this one. Um, one year, 4.5 million is great. Kind of been a bust since he's came out of college. Agree? Disagree? He's been solid for, for, for the T-Wolves. I just, it, it, when it comes to the Lakers, like how he, he always just seemed to kill the Lakers on, on three. So I think he's better than what I think he is because again, I mean, kind of really just watch him when he plays the Lakers. But I think it's a, for 4.3 million as our biannual exception, I think it's a solid signing. We just have a, now a gluttony of, of, of wings now. Um, what do you think about Cam Reddish? And we signed him to a two year minimum. Do you think the Lakers can revive his career? It's worth a shot for what we paid him. Um, I man, I don't even know if he ever really took off to have a career. Like, what, what, where were, where were his best days? It's like he went to, he started off in New York, then he went to Atlanta, and it was kind of just, you know, stumbling down there. So, or it could have been the other way around, regardless. Um, he's just been kind of. You know, not doing so well, but he had some such promise coming out of out out of college. I think he went to Duke, um, but yeah, there's just a lot of promise because he was uh, the I think the tenth pick 
Um, so it's funny because the 2009 draft, you have Rui Hachimura, then it was Jackson Hayes and Cam Reddish all picked like seven, eight, nine, or somewhere around that range. So the Lakers end up getting you know those. Picks yeah, there. for the investment, I think it's a great risk. Great risk. I mean, uh, who knows, right? He's young enough. Maybe he hasn't had the right coach. Darvin Ham is great with young players, um, which is I'm excited about Prince because I think Prince. Darvin Ham was an assistant, I believe, on Atlanta, where Torian Prince played Some, under him. Like that, yeah. And so I, Darvin Ham went after him for a reason. Uh, I think it's a good trade. I don't, I don't like the Kuzma trade. I would not pay him four years, hundred two million. Would you? He was looking at thirty. So the fact that he only got twenty five, it's like, but again, it's twenty five, and this he's better than a <clears throat> the, if the average salary is you know. The like 12 13 million, I think he was worth double that given that he can get you 25 20 points and play solid defense. I mean, he, he's doing it for a Washington team that's not going to do anything. So, to pay a guy that's entertaining with Jordan Poole that could score you, you know, between them like 120 130 points, not going to play much defense, but it'll be entertaining. I mean, where else is he going to sign? Yeah, man, I think that's pretty much it. That's like that's the like, top like stuff. Bruce, um, like, the one that, that caught everyone's attention early on um, yesterday was Bruce Brown because the Lakers were targeting him for that three-year, $33 million contract, which the Lakers ended up giving to Gabe Vincent. But Bruce Brown ended up getting two years, $45 million with the Indiana Pacers. So it was double that. What do you think about Bruce Brown after that really great role-player performance for the Denver Nuggets? going and getting paid by the Indiana Pacers. I think it's a great move for him because he's going to be able to show off his talent in two years with a team that's not as good as the Lakers um, where he'll get the ball more. And it's only a two-year contract. So pretty much he's investing in himself. And uh, I think we'll have big numbers from him. He might be someone to watch out if we play fantasy uh, to pick up. And then I I think it's this is all towards his next contract, which is probably going to get paid. So Smarter move for the for the bag for him if he wants to eventually get paid paid. Now, uh, a signing that was pretty pretty much canned everywhere, and especially after the news this morning, which we talked about a little bit, was Jeremy Grant re-signing with the uh, Portland Trail Blazers five years, a hundred and sixty million dollars. Man, they paid a lot of money to a potential just guy that's just going to be a, a vet presence, I guess sort of like Fred Van Fleet. What are your thoughts on Jeremy Grant returning to the Blazers? I don't know. He's good. He's a solid player. I think he's what a 5-6 year vet now, 5-6 years in the league. Um he hustles, goes after loose balls. I want to compare him to like a Draymond Green. I think it when I've watched him like he can shoot a little bit better. Um, he can rebound, but that's the gist of him, right? Like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't understand. I don't know why you're giving that much money to that caliber of player. Um, I really, I, I, it boggles my mind, man. Like, what are you trying to do if you're the Blazers? Do you make no sense right now? Do you even know what type of identity you're going to go after? You got Scoot Henderson. Like, you have some pieces. You have Anthony Simons. What are you going to do? What's your next move? I think they're lost. Well, man. not really, really lost. As far as they're young, they have to go through their lumps. Kind of like the the Blazers, like the Rockets. But why are, you paying, why are you paying Jeremy Grant that I much guess money? You have, you have to get to the, like, if you're going to, I guess the, 
basic reasoning if I were to try to come up with something because again it's it's too much money I, I completely agree with you um, but like just to get to that that floor like they have to, they have to pay someone some they have to pay someone that contract they can't pay it to these rookies because they're not legally obligated to so they got to pay someone so they have to show some sort of loyalty I to your, to your to your rookies I guess you have to pay the most vet guy in the room you have to pay your, your Jeremy Grant to okay score. I mean business wise it may make sense right maybe they have to hit their salary cap yeah. and that this is the way they do yeah. it so Pretty okay much. that that Pretty that can make sense underrated okay. signing for me i love herb jones in, in in new orleans four years 54 that guy is uh, probably i think is like he, he, his three-point shooting will will get up there i think he's just as valuable as a kyle kuzma but defensively this guy's a monster He'll develop. So for the Pelicans to, to retain him in that number, four years, fifty-four, it, it, it's a great job by the Pelicans to do that because he's such a great player. Um, outside of that, the big extensions you saw Tyrese Halliburton for the Pacers, five for two sixty, and Desmond Bain to the Grizzlies, five for two hundred seven. So let's start with, with with Bain on the Grizzlies. You have John Morant, you have Desmond Bain, you have Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. All signed for big contracts. Do you think that Grizzlies teams, you know, with that core is able to win it the next two to three seasons? I don't think they'll be. I, I don't know. Maybe. That's a good question. I don't think they're ready to win next next year. I think with the, the whole the whole Morant situation, we got to see what happens. So I don't right now without Morant, I don't think they're good enough to win. If Morant comes back and he's ready to ball and they gel together, sure. But, I mean, I think we will revisit that, like, next year. I don't think they have any chance of winning next season. Maybe the year after, depending on how the second half of next season goes. Right. Just tw- if anything, it's 25 games to make sure that John Moran doesn't get injured. Then you have a guy like Derrick Rose who can come in there and just be the veteran presence that they all need. Like, I saw... I yeah. hope. I love me some D. Rose. I oh, hope. For sure. For sure. And then Tyrese Halliburton to the Pacers... I'm not sure how how familiar you are familiar you are with his game, but five years, two sixty. That's that was the biggest contract extension of of yesterday. So, what do you think about Halliburton signing basically a max contract with the Pacers? He's a stud. He's a stud. He could shoot. He could find players like nobody else. He's young. He's an up and comer. He's probably the one of the most up and coming players today in the NBA. I love him. Um, so I'm not mad that he got paid. Like, Pacers are pretty much saying we want you for life, and I don't blame them. And Pacers have made some moves, like you said, with Herb Jones, um, with Brown. They're 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 doing something. No one's talking about them, but they're doing something. So there's still a few more um, free agents to be signed in the next few days, like Austin Reeves, Brick Lopez, uh, Dylan Brooks, Christian Wood, all that, all, all those players. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll pot again once. Dylan yeah. Brooks. Who's going to take Dylan Brooks? That's a good question. I mean, there was questions about he was meeting with the Lakers. I was hoping that he would just. Wouldn't that be some shit if he signed with the Lakers? That would be um, pretty funny. I guess let's talk about this now as far as Laker players that have pissed the fan base off, the fan base off, but and the Lakers still end up getting them like off the top of the head. Like a Greg, remember Greg Foster on Utah? 
a 98. We hated yes. that guy. And then he ends up playing for the 01 Lakers and he wins a championship. That was like the weirdest thing. Same thing with J.R. Ryder. Everyone hated J.R. Ryder. And he signs for the 01 Lakers and he goes, gets to win the championship. Yeah, him and Eddie Jones had a mad right? beef. Man. Yeah. And then there was um matt okay maybe this one's more personal to me but matt barnes and never hit i never liked matt barnes but yeah end up being a laker um ruben i guess ruben patterson before that um oh on seattle he was a laker we hated him no exactly right and then like yeah. I, I guess the more recent pat bev ended up signing with the lakers and we hate we hated pat bev so i would take dylan brooks he plays hard he gives you that dog his his actions on the court are somewhat questionable, but I mean, this would be great for his career, dude. I would take a pay cut to come to the Lakers. Think Man about can't it. Shoot, though. Now we, you're we, we clown on him so much for not him not being able to shoot. He's remedying his whole thing with LeBron, and LeBron's saying it's all good. And he plays, he'll play his butt off. Um, he'd be a good guy to come in to get rebounds and, and loose balls. With the history of the Lakers. Man, of signing those guys, like, oh, man, it, it, it's just crazy. I, 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 I guess I could talk myself into it, but man, God, Dylan Brooks, I hate that guy. I've hated that guy since Oregon. I'm like, I'm not even a, I don't hate a lot of college players, but after that one, you know, flop he did in Oregon, oh, God. But regardless, he's, he's still a good defender. And I think if anything, the Lakers need is more perimeter defense. I mean, I'll talk myself into it. Um, okay, as far as other, other signings, Let's get it. So again, nothing big. We'll we'll get into it more maybe in another podcast. Let's get into the draft a little bit. Some draft reactions. We 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 talked about our our top fives. Um, the Lakers. Let, let's kind of go to Lakerland. The Lakers end up getting uh, Jalen Hood Shafino uh, with the number seventieth pick. The Lakers traded up in the draft with the Pacers to go up to number forty and drafted Maxwell Lewis. Um, the Lakers at 17 had a chance to draft you know, a guy who we talked about last podcast in Cam Whitmore, but injury concerns, um, bad interviews pushed him down. Even the Warriors and the Heat passed on him for he fell to the Rockets at number 20. So, Gons, what's your reaction to let's talk about Jalen Hood Shafino uh, getting picked over Cam Whitmore? I wanted Whitmore. I think, I think he's one of those players that just fell because of. I don't know. I, every draft players fall because of a bad interview or something, and I, I don't know. I mean, they're scouts. They know what they're doing. Who am I, right? But, man, we would have got something for him at 17. Um, I'm okay with the Lakers pick, though. I'm okay. I think he's going to be a good asset. Um, you know, he's only 20 years old. He's 6'6". 215 pounds, so he's not like skinny, skinny. Uh, I I think he'll be a good asset for us, man. I'm happy about him, and I also like Maxwell Lewis, local guy, Pepperdine, Pepperdine. Yeah, and they're not gonna help us this year, but I believe, you know, they have the capabilities to to help us in future years. So I think that was also a point of contention for Lakers fans. Like, why don't you trade that pick for someone that could help us? Um, help us now but I mean with, with these signings it looks like the Lakers kind of are good 
you know, with these signings of Gabe Vincent and with Torian Prince, that they kind of reloaded. If they end up getting D'Angelo back, you know, without Schroeder, they will still have a solid, a solid top team. I mean, the the Nuggets really just won that that championship playing six and a half guys, and because Christian Brown didn't really play very much against the Lakers, so six and a half guys. So, do you think the Lakers have enough currently? Let's say they bring back D'Lo and they bring back AR. Austin Reeves, the lemon daddy. Um, can the Lakers win the championship championship this upcoming season? I like Denver. You never know what happens. Injury happens. But the way Murray and the way Joker is playing right now, like, I don't, like, what, what's your game plan? You got, who did you get that's going to help put you over the top? You got demolished by the Nuggets, right? So what's happened? What have the Lakers done so far? We signed Rui, um, Torian Prince. Come on. That's going to put him over the top and swept? No, I don't think they have enough, Matt. If you're asking me if they've done enough this far to beat the Nuggets, absolutely not. I would just hand the, the sweep was closer, but again, that's more my, my Laker fandom kind of creeping in there. I, I believe they'll they'll make another another move at the next trade deadline. But yeah, I think you're right that they don't they don't currently have enough yet to beat the Nuggets because yeah, it was a close sweep, but you still have to beat them four times and you didn't even beat them once, um, even though all games are close. So. Um, we'll talk about the Dame stuff once he gets traded. We'll talk about the Harden stuff once he gets traded. Hopefully later in the week, um, we'll, we'll, we'll put something out there. But is there anything else you want to talk about before we leave today? Oh, man. That's cool. it. I'm good. All right. Later. And that'll be it for us today. Not much left on this outro. Again, the NBA offseason is crazy. This is like a 12-month sport, maybe 10 months um, after uh, the drama of the next month or so. We'll get a couple months break, and then we're back in, so I guess, Summer League, too. So it's yeah, 10 to 12 months sport here with the, with the NBA. If James Harden gets traded, or if Dame gets traded, we'll pod up and react, react on that and any other drama or signings that happen during this free agency period here. Thank you for listening. Thank you for the support. Thank you, for Gons, for joining me today. Have a great weekend.